Let us pray. Dear Lord, be with this time as we delve into your word. Help me to speak what you want us to hear today and help us to understand your will for us. In your name I pray. Amen. Today's uh, reading is from Mark chapter 10, uh, verses 46 to 52. And the title of this section of scripture is called Blind Bartimaeus Receives His Sight. Then they came to Jericho. This would be Jesus and his disciples. As Jesus and his disciples together with a large crowd were leaving the city, a blind man, Bartimaeus, which means son of Timonus, was sitting by the roadside begging. When he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to shout, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Many rebuked him and told him to be quiet, but he shouted all the more, Son of David, have mercy on me. Jesus stopped and said, Call him. So they called to the blind man, Cheer up, on your feet, he's calling you. Throwing his cloak aside, he jumped to his feet and came to Jesus. What do you want me to do for you? Jesus asked him. The blind man said, Rabbi, I want to see. Go, said Jesus, your faith has healed you. Immediately he received his sight and followed Jesus along the road. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. First of all, good morning. Uh, thank you for having me here today. Um, I live in Belleville, as Nicole said, but I intern at Westside Fellowship in Kingston, and I bring greetings from them and from Pastor Heidi. And I'm honored to be here today to uh, uh, preach today for you, and you are helping me as I learn this art of uh, preaching. So thank you. Although it doesn't explicitly say it in the scripture passage I read, it does in the next passage, Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, his last trip to Jerusalem. As he was walking along, I wonder if he was thinking about what was ahead and waiting for him there. First there would be hosannas, but then there would be arrest and torture and crucifixion. Yet, he was walking towards Jerusalem anyway. Walking closest to Jesus in this sea of people, this crowd the Bible passage talks about, would probably have been his disciples and other followers. And as they traveled to Jerusalem with Jesus, maybe they were thinking about what would happen when he got there too. They were probably thinking he would gain power and reign as the long-awaited Messiah. And surrounding Jesus and the disciples would have been the rest of the crowd of people the Bible talks about. And this would have been one of many crowds headed towards Jerusalem and the Passover. These pilgrims would have been rejoicing, maybe singing some of the Psalms 
uh, particularly Psalms, what we call Psalms, 120 to 134, which are called Songs of Ascent, sung as you ascended into Jerusalem. For some on the road that day, this would have been a once-in-a-lifetime experience to celebrate Passover in David's city. But also part of the crowd. There, off to the side, just outside Jericho's city gates, was someone on the fringe, on the margins of the crowd. It was Bartimaeus. Blind Bartimaeus, beggar Bartimaeus. Imagine having the name blind Bartimaeus, having your disability tacked to the front of your name so no one would miss the fact that you're blind. Imagine having the name beggar Bartimaeus too. Together they supply a picture of a man who didn't fit into the society of that day. He was just blind, beggar, Bartimaeus. Beggars in Jesus' time were people that couldn't make a living because of their disability. Begging for money from passers-by was how they survived. Unfortunately, beggars were a common sight in the Mediterranean, Middle Eastern area of that time. People had become oblivious to them, had hardened their hearts towards them, had made them invisible. And if beggars had been noticed at all, it would have been to shun them or verbally abuse them. And because of their disabilities, they were excluded from temple worship, meaning someone like Bartimaeus couldn't join this crowd and go to Jerusalem for the Passover. Bartimaeus somehow, we're not sure how, the scripture passage doesn't say, realized that Jesus was among those passing by that day. And he began to cry out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. The crowd going by didn't like this at all. They thought his shouting was a nuisance and they resented it. The crowd may have been thinking, if Jesus stopped and helped this beggar, there would probably be a delay in getting to Jerusalem, making him king. And the crowd may have felt Jesus had more important things to do, like becoming king, than spending time with a beggar. The disciples may have been afraid of the crowd. Maybe it would get too big and out of hand if Jesus stopped. So the crowd rebuked Bartimaeus for shouting out, discouraging him from calling out for Jesus, telling him to be quiet. More accurately, they probably rudely told him to shut up. Notice, though, that Bartimaeus wasn't deterred. He was on a mission, and the crowd wasn't going to stop him. He just shouted louder. Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. Over the centuries, some things haven't changed. Beggars and street people have and still are common sights around the world. 
and often society still tries to make them invisible. I could tell many stories about beggars, I'm sure you probably could too. Of homeless people I've seen begging in downtown Toronto who sleep on top of the TTC subway grates at night to stay warm. Or of people in Kingston where I intern, or maybe here in Curtis or Oshawa or Bowmanville, if I've got my directions right who live in tent cities. But I want to tell you a story about a woman who begs on the streets of downtown Belleville, where I live. I'll call her Liz, uh, that's not her real name. Liz is a familiar face for those who live and work in downtown Belleville. She's probably 35, 40 years old, but looks much older. And she's lived on the streets a long time probably since her late teens or early 20s. Most Sundays, she sits crisscross applesauce at the edge of the farmer's market with a large, faded red, rusty coffee tin in front of her, waiting for someone to pass by and put money in. During the week, she sits on the steps of a vacant bank building with her can beside her. And some days you can see her limping down the street. Limping because living on the streets is hard on a person's body. The locals, including me, we walk around her. We ignore her. Just like the crowd did to Bartimus. In her case, we know that putting money in that rusty can won't help her. She won't use it to buy a sandwich or a cup of coffee or put it towards rent or other bills. She'll buy drugs with any money she receives. She begs because she's addicted to drugs. She's not like Bartimaeus, who was blind and couldn't function well. Somehow she became addicted to drugs that rule over her health and her life. Like Bartimus was labeled, she's sometimes labeled addicted Liz or beggar Liz or beggar addicted Liz. But in some way, these two beggars, Bartimus and Liz, are the same people on the fringes of the crowd, on the margins. The crowd did their best to dissuade Bartimus, but he just kept yelling even louder. And this renewed shouting got Jesus' attention because Jesus stopped. Stopped, a very important verb in this scripture passage. Jesus didn't walk away. Jesus didn't continue on to Jerusalem where he knew he was needed, where he knew his death on a cross awaited him. He stopped anyway. I imagine Jesus coming to an abrupt stop and the crowd trying to come to a screeching halt behind them, hoping not to crash into him or into each other. And Jesus also listened. He listened to Bartimaeus' cry, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. He heard Bartimaeus' plea above the din of the crowd that was walking by 
and that was telling Bartimaeus to be quiet. A din that would have included many other noises as well, like creaking wagons, and children yelling, braying donkeys, people talking, the cooing of doves and the bleating of lambs. Next, Jesus issued an invitation. Jesus was concerned about the plight of Bartimaeus. He was also concerned that the rudeness of the crowds toward Bartimaeus wouldn't stand as the final answer to Bartimaeus's plea. So Jesus extended an invitation to Bartimaeus. Come forward. Note that the crowd suddenly became enthusiastic and positive about blind Bartimaeus, but only after Jesus' invitation. They told him to cheer up. Jesus has heard and is calling you. And Bartimaeus responded to the invitation. His actions were dramatic and decisive. He abandoned his cloak, probably his only worldly possession. It would have been used to collect any monies he would have received from begging that day, and it would have used to keep him warm at night. And then he ran, unaided to Jesus. This was something unheard of of a blind man during this period of time. Jesus then asked. When Bartimaeus arrived in front of Jesus, Jesus asked him an important question. What do you want me to do for you? Now, Jesus wasn't just asking this question for question's sake. Asking a question was Jesus' way of building relationship with Bartimaeus. Something we see throughout scripture, something that Jesus often did. Jesus wanted to hear what was on Bartimaeus's heart. Bartimaeus answered, I want to see. And Jesus healed. Bartimaeus may not have been able to physically see, but his spiritual sight or spiritual faith in Jesus shone through. And Jesus healed him. Then Bartimaeus immediately became a follower of Jesus. The Bible passage states that he followed Jesus along the road. Bible commentators assume he joined the crowd of disciples and followers heading to Jerusalem and to the temple. Because now Barnabas could enter the temple and worship God. We, along with the crowd that day, rejoice at Bartimaeus' healing because it's a story of love and hope and something Jesus would do. But as I worked on the sermon, I was wondering what would happen if Jesus came along the road today. Perhaps he would walk through Belleville's farmer's market with his disciples by his side and the crowd following along behind him but also part of the crowd. There, off to the side, just outside the farmer's market's gates, on the fringe or margins of the crowd, would be Liz, whose story I just told you about. What would Liz do? What would I do? 
what would the crowd do? What if Liz called out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me? Would the crowd try to hush her up? Think she was a nuisance? Embarrassed by this yelling? Would they be thinking she would slow Jesus down on his journey if he stopped to listen and chat with her? Would the disciples be worried about the crowd getting out of hand if Jesus stopped? Would I act like the crowd, discouraging her from calling out while hoping Jesus hadn't heard her as she loudly called for him? Would the crowd, would I, suddenly become enthusiastic when Jesus did stop? I hope I would act better than the crowd, but I can't positively say I would. But I do know this, Jesus would stop. Jesus would be concerned about the plight of Liz. Jesus would also be concerned that the rudeness of the crowd and of me towards Liz wouldn't stand as the final answer to her plea. Jesus would extend an invitation to Liz. Come forward. He longs to heal her just as he longed to heal Bartimaeus. For Jesus sees and hears and loves those on the fringes, on the margins. And sometimes we are the beggar sitting on the side of the road, living on the fringes on the margins. Our fringes could be chronic physical illness, current unemployment, mental illness, grieving a loss. Jesus walks down our road too, and when we call out, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me, he stops for us too. Thanks be to God. And to truly help the Bartimaeuses and Liz's of today's world is to extend the hope we have received from Jesus on to others. Each situation will be unique, for each beggar is uniquely made and loved by him. It may mean giving them money. It may mean giving them a cloak or a place to live. It may mean giving yourself some grace. We extend the hope of Jesus to others by doing what Jesus did and what he still does. He listens, invites, helps, heals, loves. Most importantly, he stops. So should we. Jesus lovingly stopped to help Barnabas even on the way to Jerusalem and his crucifixion even though his heart was probably already very heavy. He lovingly continues to stop today for the Liz's of this world and for us. Because he did die on that cross, but then he rose again to reign forever. Because he loves us so much, he is willing to stop for us. Let us pray. Dear Lord, 
thank you that you stopped for Bartimaeus that day and that you're willing to stop for the Liz's of this world and for us. Help us to call out for you in our need and thank you for stopping. In your name I pray. Amen.